When you were a kid, did you want to be an astronaut? A crossing guard? Sometimes our dreams feel a little all over the place, but we're not alone. In fact, McDonald's created an education platform, APA Next, with all the resources Asian Pacific American students like us need to navigate the next steps, or even figure out what they are. With streaming workshops on college admissions and more, a lot of the work is done for us. Come take a look at apanext.com and decide what's next for you. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. What is going on, you guys? It is your man, Morgan Man. Thank you so much for tuning back in to the Morgan Man Sports Podcast. You can find me here on SoundCloud.com, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and iHeartRadio. Guys, what an exciting weekend we just had wrapping up the Call of Duty League Week 4, if I'm not mistaken, in Los Angeles with the home teams of Optigaming LA and the LA Gorillas. And also, we are talking in today's episode of E-Tuesday, week six of the Overwatch League preview that's going to be hosted by the Florida Mayhem and some controversy with the Hero Pools. So without any further delay, let's go ahead and get straight into today's subjects of matter. All right, guys, so to start off at the top of the show right here, we are talking the Call of Duty League Week four that was hosted by the LA Gorillas and the LA Optic Gaming Squad this past weekend, March 7th through 8th. And guys, let me tell you, this past weekend for the Call of Duty League was phenomenal. Yes, it had some low ratings. I think the highest peak of ratings was 69,981, if I'm being accurate with that so do not fully quote me on that just yet but i i have not seen a number with seventy thousand yet so that is that's it's still pretty good without the chicago huntsman but at the same time that's pretty bad with without the chicago huntsman so it's a loss a win loss kind of right there for both sides of the party with and without so to start off the Saturday matches, you had the Atlanta Vase 3-0 in the Florida Mutineers. Minnesota Rocker defeated the Seattle Surge 3-1. Dallas Empire defeated New York Subliners 3-1. And for your marquee matchup, you had the LA Gorillas versus the Optic Gaming Los Angeles squad where the Optic Gaming LA team finally got a dub on the board by defeating the LA Gorillas 3-2 with the reverse sweep. And then going for your qualifiers for the semifinals, you had the Atlanta Phase 3-0 in Dallas Empire, which was already coming. Then after that, you had the Florida Mutineers taking on the New York Subliners, where the Florida Mutineers 3-1 the New York Subliners. Then after that, you had the Optic Gaming Los Angeles squad 3-0-ing the Minnesota Rocker, which was definitely a huge shock, if you ask me, because 
yeah, Optic Gaming, the worst team in the league, going up against a Minnesota Rocker in 3-0 and M. That's saying that the Optic Gaming squad has definitely changed a lot in the playbook and has really secured themselves to become now a potential threat. Uh, what now? Almost cl- getting close to halfway through the season. We are two more home series away from being halfway through the regular season. So then after that, you had the Seattle Surge 301, the LA Gorillas. And I have to say, man, Karma and Octane and, and Abel. Oh my gosh, dude. They deserve so much better. With that kind of talent on the roster, they they should be up in the the mix with the Huntsmen and the Faze and all of them, pretty much. But unfortunately, it's just not clicking for them right now. The Dallas Empire, after that match, 3-0 the Florida Mutineers. So pretty much eliminating the Mutineers from getting a shot at the semifinals. Then the Minnesota Rocker 3-0'd the Seattle Surge yet again. Or no, I'm sorry. Did defeat them, but not 3-0'd. It was 3-1 in that series right there for your elimination round, pretty much. And then for your finals in this in those groups, you had Optic Gaming losing to the Dallas Empire 1-3 in the Atlanta phase. Has lost a game already, guys. To the Minnesota Rocker, 3-2. And then for your final match for the championship Sunday, you had the Dallas Empire winning it all against the Minnesota Rocker. Guys, um, this entire weekend, this past weekend, was just full of excitement. Everything that you saw from each and every gameplay you were on the edge of your seat because, you know, all these teams are, you know, really good. And and then some teams got got really good, like the Optic Gaming LA squad, and going up against like a Minnesota Rocker and 3 0 them, that's insane. So I I'm i I'm still speechless right right now, especially with FaZe having their first L of the season. In the hands of Minnesota, and and I and I find it so funny that Atlanta sports now is like cursed by Minnesota sports. The Falcons are cursed by the uh, the Vikings, and the Atlanta phase is now cursed by the Rocker. Like it, it, it's it's weird of how that works. So right now we are currently going into our standings, ladies and gentlemen, and the Atlanta phase currently have the number one seed for the CDL points. And that is with 90 points, events played three, so they're pretty much tied with the Huntsman right now for first place. The only difference that the Atlanta phase has that makes them really the number one team is the game win percentage at 78.79%, while the Chicago Huntsmen are at 72.22%. Coming at number three, you have Dallas Empire. Number four, Minnesota Rocker. And number five, the Paris Legion. The Paris Legion, guys, honestly, is still one of the 
the best teams that, you know, nobody is really talking about. And so I really, still, I would not sleep on the Legion this year, and especially the Florida Mutineers. Really, right now, they are kind of just tied for that number fifth, number five spot, excuse me. But, uh, but I still think the Paris Legion can pull out these upsets and definitely, you know, win some games against the Huntsman and the Atlanta Fays. Because I was going into this weekend, this past weekend right here, thinking, okay, Fays is going to just throw everybody, minus like maybe the Rocker, but still win that match and, you know, be like two-time home series weekend event champions. One at home and one here. All right, guys, so now we are switching on over to the Overwatch League week six that was presented or that is going to be presented by the Florida Mayhem. So for your very first matchup of the weekend, you have the Atlanta Rain versus the New York Escalar. Second match is the London Spitfire versus the Philadelphia Fusion. And for your final match on Saturday, you have the Paris Eternal versus the Florida Mayhem. For Sunday matches, you have the Toronto Defiant versus the Washington Justice, the London Spitfire versus the Atlanta Reign, and the Boston Uprising versus the Florida Mayhem. So let's go ahead and get Florida out of the way. Uh, for your Saturday matchup right here, I'm going to say the Paris Eternal. I think the Paris Eternal is definitely one of those teams that is finally finding their identity and maintaining control of how they play the game. And Florida Mayhem, it's their home series weekend. And, you know, they're pumped up, got their heads like kind of like in the cloud a little bit. And, you know, gets distracted easily. So I'm thinking the Paris Eternal will 3-0 the Florida Mayhem on the Saturday matchup. And then for your Sunday matchup, you have the Boston Uprising again against Mayhem. I think the Mayhem is going to bounce back. From the Eternal game and 3-0 Boston Uprising. For your Atlanta Reign, uh, I'm saying 3-0 New York and 3-0 London Spitfire. Those two teams, well, the the New York Escalar is going to be a tough opponent. But I still think the Atlanta Reign can really crawl under their skin and make them kind of like frustrated in certain situations. Because the Atlanta Reign, I think, is currently undefeated. Against the NYXL. And for us going up against the London Spitfire. Um, London is just not the, the same team like they were back in the inaugural season. And in the second season. They're, they're just, they're not the same team anymore. And the Atlanta Reign is going to capitalize on that. And definitely punish them by 3-0 them. Now for the Washington Justice going up against the Toronto Defiant, I think the Washington Justice is going to defeat the Defiant and Justice will be served because the Washington Justice is just coming in hot. They finally found some kind of momentum from this past weekend's home series event that was hosted by them. And if they could keep that ball rolling... They're going to be a contender whenever it comes mid-season and at the end of the season. For the Fusion and London Spitfire, I'm just taking the Fusion. They're the easy bet right now because the Fusion is the what the number one team in the entire league. And it's going to be very hard to stop them. 
So currently we are going to standings right here, guys. And these standings have been updated. We're now the number one team is the Vancouver Titans sitting at 2-0. The Shock is sitting at 1-0. The New York Escalator is sitting at 5-1. Fusion at 5-1 at number four spot. Paris Eternal at five. And the Atlanta Rain sitting at number six. London Spitfire is actually seven. So I'm actually sleeping on them a little bit, but still three and two. So you got to watch out for that one. The Valiant 1-1 at the eight spot. Florida Mayhem at 2-3 and three at the 9 spot, and the Washington Justice at the 2-4 and four spot. So, guys, uh, I'm, I, yeah, wow, I was really shocked at the uh, the London Spitfires win-loss ratio right here. So, they are a team that's within the top 10. But, of course, now this is still early in the season. We are only in week 6, just finishing up week 5. So we still got plenty of more Overwatch to play before really kind of like the standings do matter. All right, guys. So now my final topic for today's subject or episode of E Tuesday presented by the Morgan Sports Podcast. We are talking about the hero pools in Overwatch League. And certain players just really do not like it. <laughs> So I'm not reading the entire article right here, but this article was presented by ESPN.com. Adria Akal, ESPN's staff writer, on March 8, 2020. So the biggest topic of the conversation at the Washington Justice homestand this past weekend was hero pools. McCree, Widowmaker, Reinhardt, and Meyer Moria, if I'm pronouncing that right, were the four heroes banned during the Overwatch League competition all four heroes will return into the hero pool next week with four other heroes bands selected at random among heroes that saw a 10 plus percent usage rate in the Overwatch League. We asked some players, coaches, and GMs their thoughts. So again, I'm not reading the entire article right here. I'm only going to read about maybe two. So Elevate from Washington Justice, the uh, main tank, Said, I don't like the random factor. Last week, we had two characters, May and McCree, that had 80% above play rate. And one of the heroes that got banned, Moria, only had 10%. What what, what I would like to see is the tickets. When they do the draw, if they have a lot of percent time played, then they will have more tickets for that specific character. So that was from Elevate from Washington Justice. And then uh, Fate from Florida Mayhem, another tank player. You're going to start seeing teams pick metas that fit their playstyle and their hero pools best. For example, for Toronto, we saw Dive, but for us, we came out with more defensive-passive countering meta. And also with, with the hero pools changing every week, we will also see heroes change within whatever meta they decide to go with but their comps will be more dependent on style. All right, so I will read another one right here. I am trying to find it. All right, so eight, uh, Paris Eternal assistant coach. A lot of the heroes that were that we were using before got banned, so it was definitely hard for us to train for the event, especially with within the one-week period because we didn't have a lot of time to, to practice. 
It was hard for me to coach, but definitely hard for the players as well. So this is really just all over the place. A lot of players are not liking it. Some don't like it, but can accept it if certain things do change. And some people just said it's just absolutely hard to adjust. Not saying that they hate the idea of the hero pools, but they just hate the idea of like having to go into a different like meta with different heroes each and every single week and, you know, train on those like specifically. So I will link this down in the description below for you guys to check it out for yourself but uh it, it's it's pretty it's it's pretty interesting article right here guys i do like it myself but the hero pulls for the overwatch league it's in my honest personal opinion I, it it needs it needs to work but at the same time how it's going to work is yes, whatever the highest amount of percentage of a certain hero is used, that hero needs to be banned for that week. So like, like with the Reinhardt, they got that right. Okay. They got the Reinhardt right for the very first week of the hero pools. But now like may, for example, in McCree, that's 80, 85, 90% of your usage right there within the overwatch league and they're not banned. See that that's not right. If you're going to ban Reinhardt, that's great, but you also need to ban a may and McCree. So guys, that is all the time I have for today's episode of E Tuesday presented by the Borgman sports podcast, but I sure hope you did enjoy today's podcast. And if you didn't make sure to like button here on sound.com, Spotify, Google podcasts, and iHeartRadio. I know it was a lengthy one, but I this was like my third recording right here, guys. And because I did two today at work, you know, on my lunch break, and I was was just kept on getting interrupted. And I was like, no, I I got to do this like kind of like professionally right here. So so finally, I got behind my mic right here, and it sounds a whole lot better. But anyways. I am signing out for the night, but guys, if you are a fan of the Atlanta Falcons, make sure you are tuning in this Friday to Falcons Friday presented by the Morgan Sports Podcast. I have a little bit of a treat going in for you guys, so uh, just stay on the t- uh, lookout for that and be ready at 5 a.m. Eastern Standard Time Friday morning. Till then, I, come Morgan, will catch you all later. Peace. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary, void, or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Whether it's Baker's Simple Truth Turkey or Mac and Cheese with Murray's English Cheddar 
or pie made with fresh cosmic crisp apples. There are many dishes we look forward to sharing during the holidays, and Baker's has all the fresh ingredients you need to turn today's holidays into tomorrow's memories. Baker's, fresh for everyone. Choose from a great selection of digital coupons and use them up to five times in one transaction. Check our app for details. Baker's, fresh for everyone.